Life is short. Get divorced. Outrageous and opinionated thoughts on how to divorce the things in your life that don't bring you joy. Honestly, Hannah and Just Jen bring you weekly accounts of their ongoing battles around getting it done and how to not take your life too seriously. Life is short. Get divorced. Hello and welcome everyone to this week's episode of Life is Short. Get divorced. I'm Honestly Hannah and I'm here with Just Jen. Hello, Hannah. Hey, hi. I am so good today. Before we get started today, let's remind everyone of all the things we have in common. It's amazing. I mean, together we've created seven businesses. We've had six weddings. Five mother-in-laws. We've had four divorces. Three kids. Two house fires. One widow. And and zero guilt. I've got a topic. Oh, okay. And I don't have the answer, so this might be a long-winded kind of discussion. Those are my favorite. But I might want to call this episode the bless your effing heart episode <laughs> i love it so okay, it's so listen what happened bless your fucking heart <sighs> okay so you know type a personalities oh would that be you that would be us oh. <laughs> we resemble that comment okay um that we usually tell people if we're right or wrong or we like to tell people uh by the way we're never wrong we're never wrong, but other people are usually not right. <laughs> Mostly they're fucking idiots, yes. And when people are idiots, and people can be idiots all the time and say all kinds of crap. They do. As I get older, I am holding my tongue more. And it sometimes I'm not holding my tongue and it's very effective. But when <laughs> I do hold my tongue, I usually feel better. But the people are so belligerent, all I just want to say is, Bless their fucking hearts. Like, I don't know. I don't have the bandwidth to really tell them how stupid they are. Oh, it's I like, see now. It's the art of knowing when to be smart, knowledgeable on it, and when to just say, oh, yeah. bless their hearts. doesn't heart. matter. Divor- you're going to divorce do yourself. Do you ever that have that? Well, I have to say, I do suffer with the necessity to be right all the time, as you know, and I like to call it out where I am right consistently. This is what my family hates about me. Um, but it is, it is, that's why they call me Honestly Hannah, because I am, I am going to tell people instead of saying, bless their heart, I'm going to say, you're a fucking idiot. Right. And then walk away. But there's a lot to be said for the bless their heart, uh, you know, path, because I think that it, gives you the divorce of the drama of the of the content that you don't have to deal with you just say bless their heart and just walk away and they they don't care they don't really even know what it means (laughs) i think in most cases they're like she really likes me she just said bless her heart no but if they're from the south if they're from the south they know that bless your heart means you're a fucking idiot I think there's a difference. Like, I just think 20 years ago, I would have probably said, and probably in a family situation or proving an argument or something to be right. Oh, yeah. And I don't do that as much anymore. I recently had, um, and I'm sure my sister will listen to this. I recently had a fight with my sister um, about something that in the scheme of life was ridiculously inconsequential. But I was pissed beyond belief could you let it go or no and so i really struggled with that. like she texted me she texted me to apologize and i was like no i cannot even speak to you about this like i am so fucking mad 
And I oh really Lord. like I spent I spent four weeks That's like a lot of it was energy. right. I gave it so much energy. and I was so angry. And then I finally I was like, you know what? Life it's, is short. I don't have I'm just whatever. I'm just. And so I texted bless her, her heart. Bless her heart. No, I didn't. Yeah. Um, and I she was sorry. Like she she did all the right things to apologize. She knew she was wrong. Whatever, whatever. But I was just irritated that it had happened. And so anyway, I I saw her last weekend. And right before I saw her, I was like, hey, I just want to let you know I'm over it. I'm just gonna let it go. It's all good. Like, shh, just pretend it didn't even happen. Moving on. So I'm working on it. I really am. I'm working on it. It's different when people have differences of opinion. But yeah. when you hear, like, sometimes I'm okay about being respectful about everyone having their own different opinion. It's when I hear people saying stupid <laughs> shit the things that, you that think are I stupid. just, like, even stuff when you're listening to somebody in a presentation or something, you're like, this is stupid. Mm, my whole life is about stupid presentations. <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm at that interesting point because if you have an intimate conversation, a one-on-one with one person, I can be very honest and with it, but in the big group setting, I just don't want to engage. So is it, you don't want to engage or you don't want to find what the compromise is? Is it really, is it about the compromise or are you just like, just well, going to shut down? The like, compromise is, for me, is that I'm compromising not to just prove every minute to be right in my head <laughs> and let it go. Yeah. So I don't have all that bad juju. Right. This is this is a growth moment for us, I think, right? This comes with our age and all the, all the times we have had to set people straight. But people hire you to tell them. The oh, truth. and I, I think that I'm honestly Jen. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, that's a benefit. But I would never discuss that with a group or anything. But I would say that when people, people are so now opinionated about politics or opinionated about social issues, there's things, everybody, their opinions we do have to be respectful of people's opinions, but I don't like it when they ram everything down and they want you to have their opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you said it mentioned like the news and stuff, politics. Um, I think that, that, that our current political climate over the last six years, right. Plus ish, um, has made it worse, right. People are more argumentative and more, um, solid in their beliefs and, and less willing to have sort of a reciprocal discussion around other points of view. I, I think people are divorcing each other over social opinion comments. Oh, for sure. Like real divorces, but also like divorcing of friends or divorcing of like, I don't really want to hang out with that cousin because I just can't stand it when she brings up or he brings up that. Oh yeah. And um, we have talked in another episode about divorcing friends and fading and doing all that. But when people just continually don't agree with you that, and you're there a loved one or someone that you have to keep in your life that's only the way you can stay sane. Yeah. Yeah. You ha- you, can't ha- you can't. That's why. Don't they always say you're not like Christmas dinner and I love to talk about politics or religion. Like that's why. Yeah. From the olden days. Right. You can't really bring those things up because you can never you're there's there's not a common ground to be found because some people are so rooted in their their side of the the topic that they don't want to they don't want to see the other side. Um, but I think that it's for us at where we are trying to learn to be more to be less right all the time (laughs) and to be more respectful of other, of varying opinions and really growing from that perspective with our age. I think that it's helpful for us to at least call it out that we know we have been that way in the past. I think there's a difference also with women and the older you get, you tend to be more confident in what you think and what you feel. So we tend to be more verbal. I believe like as we get older, we're we're not as verbal in our twenties probably as we are in our forties or older. Right. And I would also say we're trying to please so hard that we don't know what we want to say a lot of times. 
Right. I mean, I, I especially I think females, we really, really suffer from that. Yeah. Because we're so scared we're going to hurt somebody's feelings in the room that it ends up hurting ourselves. I, I My whole life has been that way. Right. First I child, think most pleaser. women will tell you their lives are like that. I think you're right. Yeah. It's a very common problem. Um, so what, what can we learn from men to, what can we, I mean, I think men compartmentalize so much better than women, but what can we learn from Well, this? I actually have to say, like I've said this, I say this to my male coworkers and it makes them uncomfortable a lot. I actually prefer to work with men. I'm going to call it. I do too. I much prefer to work with men there's, than there's all There's less women, drama. Right. And even if they are mad or irritated about something with some obvious exceptions, right, they don't hold, like. We can argue about something at work and then we can go out for, they, you know, happy, and do they, don't, they don't hold it over. Women don't do that. Women hold it the whole time throughout every interaction, throughout everything you say or do. And so it's just, I feel like it's easier as a woman in an executive level woman to work with all men. I work with almost, almost exclusively all men. Um, there's probably like 5% of women that in my job. And so, uh, so yeah, I think I'd much prefer that. And, and, and when the women tend to get together where they have like the, you know, the women's groups or the women meetup or the women of, you know, North America women's meetup monthly, blah, 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 blah. The topics are, um, tend to be a little more touchy feely skewed, less skewed, less towards business and more towards personal feelings when the men are all about, you know, winning in business, winning with money, winning with, you know, sales and things like that. And I think it's just an easier discussion to have on the male side. But men tend to let things go. All the time. I think they are very good at that. Now, I can tell you who doesn't let things go is my husband. But well, he are you does not divorced again? ever so find a man that will. He is like, what is it? Is it not, he's like a little dog with a bone. He will not let something go. He will bring that shit back. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he well, will never forget. If you wronged him. Forget you, it. You forget about it. He's not, I do, I'm going to remember that because the last thing I want to do is you have either one of y'all. You him off and you are, that is it. Pee man. in my car. I'll be scared to death. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I just had to throw that in there. He's the one man who will just, he's like, I'm not going to let it go. I don't know. Maybe men are more. I prefer to work with men because of that. Ten, that general work. stereotype life. tendency. Like, step back from the work part. If you're sitting there and you are hearing a belligerent comment from a man or a woman, do you think men are just like calling that like ear noise? They just don't get as passionate about it. Yeah, they don't take it on like as part as of emotional. their baggage, right? Right. Or right. take it personal. Yeah, they're like whatever. She's crazy, and then they move on. But that's what we can <laughs> learn, I think, from them. Yeah, is like oh, a compartmentalized plus plus yep. the darn girl's heart. Plus her heart. She's an idiot. She doesn't know. She's, She's just, just a, a girl. idiot. Stupid girl. But <laughs> then they move on and talk yeah. about. And they know all these facts on sports. I still don't understand why yeah. men so many know yeah. so much about I don't, sports. It's, facts. it's disturbing. It's why we, it's, they're, they're a beauty equivalent, True. right? Anyway. True. Okay. So, so, but, but the people women, pleaser part of this. Women, if women learn this in their 20s, they'd be so powerful. If they could let stuff go and not have that like, uh, why did they say that? Yes. Do, I can't believe that they would yes. do that. Do like, you know any young women who are good at that? Because I can't, I can't think of any that I've encountered. I don't know that they have the ability to. I don't know that I've. I think I have a pretty amazing daughter, but I don't think she's even had enough life experience mm. at twenty four to have that ability to be not opinionated or worried because you're not old enough yeah. yet to know. You have to go through those phases. I think you have to you have to go through those phases in order to learn how to not how to how to handle it in the future. 
If you don't, if you jump straight to I'm good with everything, then it, but don't it doesn't you think, mean the same. But don't you think you were more? I think I was more judgy in my twenties than I am today. Uh, yeah, for sure. Because I, I thought I knew so much, which I really knew nothing. Right. Well, I see that in tendency in my 14 year old son. Right. He's the judgiest person on the planet at the moment, and everyone around him is a fucking idiot. But you made him. He's 14. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, I had one of those. They grow up. It's okay. It's going to get better. Wait. But there is a really bad, like... Oh, great. Thanks a lot. The struggle's real. You ain't ain't done. He's so entitled. You ain't done. Anyway, we can have a whole... What did you tell me? It's not over until it's over? No, it's... it's, Yeah, it's not over until it's over, but it'll all be okay in the end. If it's not okay... It's not over. It's not the end. Fudge. It's not okay. It's not the end. I keep telling myself that with my entitled 14-year-old, but... I think you need to do that. It's going to be a while. Anyway. Okay. So I wanted to bring us back to the people pleasing part of this conversation because this is a big part. I think it's also a Southern thing a little bit. Um, The hospitality aspect, right? Everyone's got to have a drink. Everyone's got to have, you know, everyone's got to be comfortable. I got to like do everything I can do to make everyone's life amazing and exhausting at the expense of myself. Um, So I think that that is not only a female thing. I think it's somewhat a Southern thing, right? And I also, and they always say, like, I I always say first child people pleaser, right? Like, I got to be the one who's the responsible one. Um, So I have a triple threat on my side. Right. (laughs) For me. I feel like it's, and I have that heavy hospitality bent. Like, I'm really super focused on. I love to have people over and entertain and make sure everyone is There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'm and that's really to me, that. that's the joy is you are serving others. You are making sure other people are happy. Yeah. That's what we, that's what women do better than I think than better most. than men. Yeah. Oh yeah. And men do better with sports analogy and compartmentalizing. <laughs> like, I mean, they, there are, there's reasons why, yeah. but I mean, there are also, I believe are things when we, we don't let the people pleasing, we don't let the stuff go. If someone pisses us off or if we think someone right. doesn't like us right. and this people pleasing, it'll kill us. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And then you'll write an extra thank you note. Oh, no. I know how you are about the thank you notes. You never really did divorce the thank you notes, by the way. It was a strong separation. But the interesting <laughs> thing was that I really I thought it was on, so sweet. I have that, it on good authority that you have not divorced the thank you notes. I, that's what I'm saying. Is What was so sweet is after the first episode, I had three different people text me like, Jen, I like your thank you notes. And, of course, I, I felt like a people pleaser. I had to keep doing it back. But yeah. it's hard to give them up. It is. And you told me to be strategic about it. I did. So. I didn't want you to give it up fully. Just right. Just maybe scale back. As I listened. Anyway. Um, so the people pleaser, do you feel like you're a people pleaser? I think I was. Yes, I'm a people pleaser. I'm a woman. And I was raised by a woman. And, I mean, I'm in the South. I have a business that's built on basically creating brands. Yeah. So because we have had service, uh, you know, companies, right, where we, where our customer service is what keeps us employed, I think we also, like, we, we played to our strengths from that perspective, right? We really, really Until it might it. kill you, but right? yes. It might stress you out. But, um, but I do think that you are, you are an even people pleaser. Like, I think you, you're very judicious about it, but you're, you know, you're sort but, of fair and equal about your people pleasing. But I'm also 56. Yeah. So I don't think I was perhaps as balanced at 36. On that. Uh, yeah, so I do though, but my sense uh, of the 15 years that we've been together, I feel like you've been pretty balanced about it. I also think it's an age thing. I mean, I do think when you get a certain age, you realize that you can only you do, so do so much. much yeah. You, yeah. The, you, our bandwidth yeah. is just low. Yeah. I'm at a point in my life right now where I don't really have, 
aside from my overly demanding 14 year old, I don't really have a lot of people pleasing that I have to do at the moment. Like my life is sort of tidied up at the moment. It's very interesting how that chapter though. Yeah. It's nice. It's very, it's it's very very nice. Freeing. And it's weird in a way because I can even tell you on the empty nest side is that I could also see that's why women might try to do more because they are empty nests and they're not pleasing their child or their husband or the PTA or whatever. And they, people lose their sense of identity when all along they've been the logistical hub of the family. And, but they, a lot of women can't even see they were the strength that kept everybody together. And then they're the ones that feel, well, what am I going to do now? Well, good Lord, what can you not do? You just did it all. Yeah. I I get shocked by people that are like, well, what am I going to do now? Well, good Lord, what are you not going to do? Well, I, I don't see. I, I, I feel like I'm on the cusp of that because right now, in fact, this even happened today. I will tell you a today story. Today. So I, I've always loved to cook, right? I, we talk about how fat I am all the time. Right? Food is obviously a thing for me. Um, and so today, uh, you know, because I'm mom Uber, I had to drop everything I was doing to take this child to the, to the gym. Um, my child wanted to go work out today and he can't drive because he's only 14 and that's annoying. So um, I said, fine, I will take you to the gym. I will go run these errands and then I will come back and pick you up. And then I will come and record my podcast because that's the kind of giver that I am. So I ran to the store and I like to cook and I, and I was going to, I've got a couple things I wanted to cook this weekend. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll pick up these things from Whole Foods. It'll be super easy. And normally I would go and buy like fresh fish and I would skin the fish and I would prep the fish and I would do the fish and blah, 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 blah. So I have this shrimp dish I want to make. I'm going to replicate a shrimp dish I had at a restaurant recently. And I bought the shrimp already cooked. What? I was like, meh, fuck it. I'm just going to buy the <laughs> shrimp already cooked. There was frozen shrimp. No, there was, you know, very, we live in Georgia. There's a variety of different types of fresh, local, caught, wild, blah, blah, blah. Why'd you do that? Circus shrimp. I don't know. All kinds of fucking so shrimp. much time. And I was standing there and I was like, I was like, you know, dressed kind of cute. I thought maybe today. And I was like, you know, who's going to eat the shrimp? Me and me, <laughs> me and the husband and the child won't eat it. Cause you know, he only eats pizza and chicken fingers. So I was like, I'm just going to buy the shrimp already cooked. I don't need to slave away. Who am I pleasing? My husband would never even fucking know if it was fresh shrimp or not. He will, he'll eat it. He'd be like, this is the best thing I ever ate. So today, just today, I was like, I, my life is, I'm going, I can see retirement far, far, far in the distant future when my child is gone. And I have, I am one of these women who have an empty nest and have nothing to do. My life's going to be amazing. I don't have to cook anything from scratch. I don't even have to cook anything. You can have cereal for dinner. I don't fucking care. And I'm going to have hobbies and I'm going to do all these things. It's going to be great. I can't wait. I feel sorry for these people who feel like when their children are gone, they have no life. Like, I feel like my life is just beginning. And, but the sad, the, the, the good news is that, yeah, your life, it is truly like the emptiness is the next like great chapter. I I think, I mean, I haven't really had a chance to embrace it. Just because of personal stuff, You've but I'm busy. about to. Yeah. I'm about to totally embrace Are it. Are you going to get a new hobby? I guess I need a hobby. Bless your heart. I know. <laughs> you I need a hobby. bocce ball. Oh, Is that a hobby? that's totally. Oh, you're going to play pickleball that's, next. That's a, now, now I'm an athlete. Now, <laughs> now I'm an athlete. Woo! Let, can, we'll tell the trainer that um, he'll be. I, I don't need to work out. I'm playing bocce. <laughs> <laughs> That's my workout for today. We, we're playing ping pong tomorrow. Bless your heart. <laughs> bless That's, your workout heart. Bless your workout heart. That's a good one. Okay, but the, here's the thing: is that if let's just pick on women and that That's is that more. when you let's feel that way, more. but when you feel that way and you're at that chapter, all you have to do is talk to another woman, and they're going to tell you how amazing 
that chapter is. Sure. Is that it's so simple to just basically, if we just put it out there that we're not feeling a little weird or loopy about it rather than internalizing and wondering why no one's, you know, they're so opinionated about what you should do and where you should go. You don't have to know. Yeah, it's true. And another woman would tell you that. Like, it's just like we told people, like, and still tell people today, right? Life is short. Get divorced. Divorce? Oh, that's wonderful. That's fantastic. Woohoo! But again, if women could learn, like, God, you're about to hit the yeah. coolest chapter. Yeah. You're, you still feel young. You can still do everything you want to do. You can be active and your right. kids are in the house every minute. You can do whatever the hell you yeah. want. It's great. I feel, I think it's, I feel like it's very freeing. Um, you're I don't love kid, it. So it's, it's going to be a while, but. Well, I mean, he's aside from the constant Ubering, he's relatively low maintenance, right? I mean, this is why I have finally had time to pick up a new hobby. Right. My, my new pottery obsession. <laughs> um, but it's why, because he's busy doing whatever he does on his computer all day. Who knows? And my husband's busy doing his little hobbies. So I'm totally free to go do whatever I want. Well, and I think that's God's way of teaching us to go into the next. <laughs> Getting ready. I'm serious. It's the same as with the baby. It's like yeah. how the baby, mm-hmm. you're intense. You don't sleep much before the baby comes because. Yeah. That's a good point. preparing you. That's so very deep. This is very preparation for that new chapter. Yeah. So, all right. So um, let's bring it all full cir- circle here around the whole let it go situation and bless their hearts. So what have we decided? We've decided that age is a benefit. Age is a benefit. And if you, if you really feel passionate without hurting a bunch of people's feelings, save your peace and put it and out there. On. And yeah. if it's not important, yeah, let it go. Say bless their heart and walk the heck out on. And yeah. I agree. Bless your heart. And look for whatever you're going to do the next chapter. I know. I can't wait. Let's have let's have a hobbies uh, episode. I love it. It'll you be better, really short. You better get a hobby really quick. Shortest episode ever. You got any hobbies? All right. I work. What do you do? I work. Oh, that was good. Thank y'all. <laughs> Jen, Jen, we got to go now because we both have to go back to work. Thank y'all so much for listening this week. We really appreciate it. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram at Life is Short, Get Divorced. And remember, you're going to be better than you've ever been before. Hey there, Honestly Hannah here. We can't thank y'all enough for listening to us, but we want to hear from you. Be sure to hit us up on Instagram or send an email to hello at lifeisshortgetdivorced.com. Or you can support our podcast through our Patreon account, and you can get to that from our website, lifeisshortgetdivorced.com.